Hello and welcome to Ask a Coach with Ngomu. My name is Al Wynant and today I'm super excited to be speaking with Karen Erasmus and we'll be talking about savvy self-promotion, how to be noticed the right way. Karen, welcome to Ask a Coach. Hi Al, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am excited as well. So let's not let's not do lots of formalities. Just go straight into our conversation because we have lots to talk about. Um, so as, as we're starting out here today, tell me a little bit about your background and how you became a coach. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, um, I've been coaching for 10 years, but I didn't realize that was actually my passion. I come from a, a multifaceted multi, um, industry uh, background, having worked in healthcare, um, media, oh my gosh, uh, education, all of those things. And um, I just really wanted to support people the way I was supported when I was growing up. I've always mm. had mentors and coaches. And um, last year I decided to pull the plug and say no longer. I, I'd rather authentically stand and support people on my, not on my terms, but how I want to support them instead of via the corporate side which is very limited because even coaching is it's out there. Everybody's kind of like doing it, but there's still the stigma attached to it. Like there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. That's why, why is my manager recommending a coach? And, and that is what I'm trying to change. I really fundamentally believe that everybody needs to have access to a coach in your life, your career, your business, your health, your wealth, even um, yeah, so I became a, a full-time coach last year, but I've been coaching for 10 years on the corporate side in conjunction with my um, organization development, leadership development, learning development um, role. So what do you, in, in the process of becoming a coach, you know, emerging to becoming a coach outside of the corporate world, what have, some, what, what have been some of the challenges for you and that you had to overcome? You know... There were many. I made all of the mistakes that my predecessors told me not to make. But I also know myself, I needed to make those mistakes. So for me, the biggest challenge was everybody's like to find my niche, right? And I'm still working through that um, because I really want to support everyone. But as we know, you know, you, I mean, you're going to be a starving artist, a starving coach if you don't find your people. And I just recently discovered through my through my coach who it is and what's important to me and just standing very true in my values in the type of people I want to support um so so biggest challenge was basically just that to find that because right now I coach everyone but I also want to be so effective that I want to find that tribe that can be like yes this is my coach this is the person that I want to partner with to really take me through my career, my uh, myself as a leader, um, you know, help me with mental fitness, and also um, just you are a whole person because life coaching is kind of like embedded in that. I promise I wouldn't be verbose, but I, I'm over explaining, so just catch me if yeah. I'm not I'm too much. <laughs> I'll make a sign. No, just <laughs> okay, I'll make a sign. So you, you mentioned in your answer here that some some of your coaches had you know given you advice and you made the mistakes anyway. What was some of the advice you received? Um, don't focus so much on the outside stuff. Don't focus so much on the website. Don't focus so much on um, making sure you have your branding. 
make connections. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm not business minded. I'm more like the creative side of, of everything that I do. I'm more like the problem solver. Um, focus on making real authentic connections with people, not with the intention to go in, I'm going to be your coach. And I don't use the word I'm going to sign you because it's coaching is not a sales process. Coaching is a connection. If somebody can relate to you in a way that they can see themselves, because as a coach, I also have coaches, I have two coaches. Um, and it's important for me when somebody's sitting opposite me that they fully feel comfortable sharing. And secondly, that they feel tr they can trust me. And those are kind of like the things that I, I learned later in my three months after, because I was so focused on the outside mm -hmm. stuff and not kind of like just show up authentically and you will find the people that, you know, that want to work with you. I think authenticity is important in this process. And you are one of our amazing Ngomu coaches. Tell me a little bit about your coaching community with us. And coaching is a community. Um, who is it for? What, what do they learn there? What are they coached on? Oh, absolutely. Um, and thank you for the opportunity, Al. I, I love working um, and partnering with Ngomu. Um, so my coaching community is Savvy Self-Promotion, doing it the right way. And what that basically is, um, and there's always this fear about self-promotion, like, oh, you're going to, you know, sound too braggy or you're going to be too um, salesy or whatever. But it's truly for people that, like, I'm old school, like, I'm Gen X, straight out the bat. So for me, it's ingrained in me culturally as well, like, oh, my work should speak for itself. So what I always tell, I've always told my clients and even when I worked, when I worked in, um, in HR was your manager is too busy to know what you do every hour, every day, what successes you have. You need to own that. You need to speak up. Even if it's something like, you know, I just want to let you know, I put out this fire and this is why I did it just in case it comes back around and, and you know, have that context. Um, and it's not, bragging if it's based on facts because you have the data and there is kind of like the savviness comes in is when to drop it when to bring it into the conversation and not be like a child to run oh i did this oh look look i solved this problem <laughs> no, you know um, so that's that's how it can kind of like sometimes land as hey uh yeah you're bragging now right so yeah that's kind of like and it's for people that want to they in a current role they don't feel they have movement where they're going and kind of like figure out what that means. Like, hey, this is what I want to do as part of self-promotion. It's also kind of like having your goals intact and kind of like having those conversations with your manager and say, you know, it seems like perhaps this role isn't for me. Um, or it's like I really want to excel at something else. Um, companies would much rather keep you then have to hire back in. So they will make an effort to find something else. It's also for people that want to be like, okay, what is next for me? Is it going to be at another company? How can I even do that in the interviewing process? Um, mm. And it's also for people that, um, you know, that want to just be even a better communicator when they are socializing. Because you don't know who you're going to meet at a networking event or on the plane, how I always meet people. And they ask you, so what do you do? 
right? Instead of having the generic sales pitch, really talk about like things that are important to you. And this is what I do. And this is why I do it. The why is very important. And we always forget that we always focus so much on the how. It's true. So you mentioned it a little bit earlier here, D, you know, and generally some people, oh, I don't like to promote myself. I don't like to brag, et cetera. So when somebody starts this process of recognizing there's a problem, so to speak, um, with that, and they need to promote themselves a little bit more, you know, what's the advice you can give someone who struggles with this? We have different kinds of personalities, right? And part of my of my coaching practice is also when I work with folks to kind of like understand what their strengths are, what is their communication style. I'm an introvert and I have recently, as I said, my niche, my, my tribe, my tribe is finding me, um, dealing with like speaking to a lot more people like, you know, I don't like doing that. My work should speak for itself. I don't know how to speak up is you need to figure out what's important for you. Where is it that you want to go and to commit? I'm not saying jump 100% in, but give yourself little goals, personal goals, kind of like, okay, I don't like really speaking to people. I don't really like to speak up in meetings. So today I'm going to challenge myself. If I have something to say, I'm going to just, I'm just going to do it. Because if you're not going to do it, you're not going to move forward. You're going to be stuck in the same place. So my advice is usually for folks is, you know, it's okay if you're an introvert, there's a strength in that. It's okay if you're an extrovert, there's a strength in that. It's okay if you don't really like to kind of like present in a way or present stuff to people. It's okay. But you need to ask yourself, what is it? What's the outcome that I'm seeking for each conversation, each situation that you're going to step into? And if the outcome is I want to be heard, I want to make sure that people see me, I want to make sure I bring value. Okay, so that's great. So what's the first step? What does that look like? Where do you need to start? It's, it's as simple as that. As, as I say, challenge yourself and say, I'm going to take the first step today and I'm going to speak up. That's how I started doing it. I started like, hey, I, I do have something to add. And the minute you speak up, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, Karen is finally saying something. Because as a manager, I, I literally hate, I'm using the word hate, I hated having to have a conversation after a meeting about the meeting with somebody. So then I learned, then I was like, okay, so I need to do some coaching here to, to tell Jane or Joe, hey, you know, people also want to hear what you, what you want to share. I think next time, just bring it up, um, you know, and we all learn from each other. And it's so important because you do have value to add. Mm -hmm. it's, it's up there. It's doing nobody any good. That's so true. So this, this whole self-promotion thing, is this something that people should work on as they're looking for a new role? As you mentioned earlier, you know, a promotion, whatever that may be, you know, or is this really something that's an ongoing exercise, an ongoing way of living? Ongoing, ongoing. Um, I, as I said, my mistake I made um, three months into my business was I didn't focus so much on making connections because you don't know who that person knows, right? Um, having those elevator conversations, being in the elevator with the CFO, the CEO, the managing director, and just asking the general, because you know, I've seen you around and I've been meaning to ask you this question. How did you get 
where you are now. Like, I know for some people that is difficult and for others it's much easier, but to just have that, that's how you start and you build confidence by taking action. So it's an ongoing process, honestly. Even for me in my business, I'm like, I have to learn now to be a business person and not just like be tunnel vision. I meet somebody on the bus, I meet somebody at the supermarket, like, oh my gosh, I like your hat. Yes, I don't wear my hat today because that's part of my brand, which is part of, you know, self-promotion. <laughs> uh, oh, I like your hat. Oh, <laughs> I like your colors. And I'm like, yeah, so what do you do? I said, you know, let me tell you. So there's this whole thing and I, I share what I do. And I said, you know, I, I like working with people that want to have a positive impact in this world. And hence, I'm, I joined with Ngomo exactly for that. You know, be more to do more in a sense. It's interesting when, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm the same generation, you know, we don't, you know, what we do should speak for itself versus, you know, posting on social media and doing all these things. But I find it very fascinating. You, know, you never know you're sitting next, who you sit next to, you know, who you meet at an event and so on. And I find it very fascinating just to ask really basic questions of other people yeah. to see how they were going to respond. And it's beautiful that just by asking a question, yourself promoting yourself it's like oh this person can have a conversation and there's not nothing fearful about it the other person is other people love to talk about themselves in the big scheme of things yeah. but just by asking the questions these people are having this amazing conversation about themselves with you in the meantime they get to know you a little bit so i i think it's i think it's funny and you know part of this whole self-promotion thing is authenticity for me yeah. and in the in the past this is this I'm, I'm going to step on the soapbox probably right now but in the past okay. in the past few years i've been seeing so many of these introductions that i'm a change maker i'm an influencer and you know and really other words that absolutely have no meaning whatsoever and and they rarely really translate to you know expertise or results so i saw i I saw an introduction that was made to me, at, I think this weekend sometime, and it was just like, I'm not, and I'm reading this off here, so I can quote correctly, I'm not allergic yeah. to antiquarian dust. And my first reaction was like, huh? It had nothing to do with the, with the position. You know, it's like, I mean, how can people really meaningfully, authentically promote themselves without using all these sort of statements? And often- Fine, so bro. Just joking. <laughs> no, that's fine, that's fine. But, um, for me, I think it's having a strong alignment with your values. If there's not an alignment with your values, and people always say like, you know, work values, personal values, you're the same person going to work. You're not a different person. Yes, we do have, we change up and we temper certain aspects of our personality, but we're still the same people. So for me is having that alignment with your values and standing authentically in that. Because when people know your values and what's important to you and how you portray those values, they will treat you accordingly. Mm. So um, I met this guy on, not met this guy, I watched this guy on TED Talk and um, I immediately reached out to him because that's how I am. I just reached out to him and I said, you said the last sentence of your TED Talk and it really struck me because this is when the change, when I was going through the change of quitting my full-time job to go out on my own. And he said, I forgot his name, doctor or somebody a while back. So he said, um, that what you're seeking, that what you're longing, that what you want, 
is equally seeking you. That just struck with me in a sense. So it's exactly the same thing. Being standing strong in your values. Yes, all the fluff about, you know, when I work with career with career clients, like, yeah, I'm like, what is your, what's your statement? Do you have a statement? How do you lead in with your interviews? You know, um, I said, like you mentioned, like this guy, uh, when you say something about dust, like, but that struck with you in a sense, because that was different from the norm, right? That is true. That is true. Yeah. So it has to be like, oh, this piqued my curiosity. I'm not saying be different, too different. I'm saying be daring, challenge yourself, step out of that mold of your comfort zone, because on the other side of that is growth. Because if you're just going to stay to the samey, samey, same old stuff, nothing is going to shift for you. And nobody's coming to, to rescue you or save you. And nobody cares as much about you as you do. Even if you care a little bit about yourself, there's still somebody that doesn't care as much about you as you do. So standing authentically in your values and, um, you know, and, and I, have, I have noticed the shift in now with this new way of working, you know, the COVID period, what's happening. And people are honestly stepping up and being authentic and being honest. Like they're in interviews and they're like, no, this is not for me. This is what I'm looking for. And mm. this is how I encourage my clients as well. Be direct professionally, of course, because you, um, you are interviewing them as well, not just them interviewing you. You know, it has, it has flipped, even though, you know, there are a lot of layoffs and companies that are, you know, due to the economy, but, you still have you still have that thing because you are your unique self that nobody else can do. So that's what we kind of like work on to find that thing that sets you apart. So if you're if you're starting out, you're kind of new in the whole game of of self promotion, and you're potentially a little bit younger, different generation. Um, how do they and and they have no idea what their values are? They're just starting. How do they, what's, what are some tips you can share for people to kind of define what that means to them? You know, what are their yeah. values? Is there some exercise or something they can do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I do this in my community. For those that are watching, if you please join my community. It's in a few of the episodes before. And um, there are exercises as well that I share, PDFs. But a simple thing when I have a conversation with somebody, I really want to get to know them, even if it's a new friend to understand. You can be direct and ask them, so what are your values? Now, what's important to you, right? And I do this little exercise that I ask, okay, so um, this was part of my coach training way back when. So if you have an animal or you have a pet that you really care for, or a pet that you had in the, in the past, or even somebody that you really admire, if you have to think about that animal or that person, what are the three things that stand out to you? If you have to name them, what are the three adjectives that come to mind? If they can name three to five, I'm like, wow. I said, that's amazing. So I challenge them and I say to them, do you know that the only reason why you see that is because you, we only see in others what we see in ourselves. So I always make this um, for neurodivergency here. I always make this uh, um, analogy when I say, I can identify impatience because I'm an impatient person. For somebody that isn't impatient, they will take the old, old time 
doing what they need to do because they don't they don't know what impatience look like unless they live with the person for a long time. So that is, that is so true. Right. So it's it's so important kind of like step into that because at the end of the day life is so short. As I, and, I, and I say this in one of my favorite uh, motivational speakers, um, I may have a little crush on her, Mel Robbins. She says, <laughs> you know, she's like, nobody's coming to save you. Do it. Just do what you need to do and get up and do it. You don't need motivation. Once you do it, the motivation will come because that's, how, you know. So I don't know if I answered the question because, you know, I can go on my soapbox. <laughs> I think we both um, can. <laughs> Um, no, no, and, I, and I like I like the exercise about to think of think of an animal and so on because I've ex I actually was in your coaching community on Ngomo when you actually had that exercise yeah. with the with the users and it was interesting to see the responses there. So, um, so what are some what are some resources and, and tools you you can recommend for people to as, as you know, really as they were going on their self um, I call it the self promotion journey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I always say do a values exercise. Um, you know, as I said, if you join my community, I really share this stuff. And this week coming up on Wednesday, I have one. We're going to talk about a few things, which is great. I'm so excited about that. Um, do a values exercise. There are free ones. And if you join my community, you'll also find after the after the sessions, I upload resources for the for the um, uh, for the uh, for for the group. Um, um, second thing is really understand what is your communication style, right? So communication style and personality type are two different things. So for personality mm -hmm. type, you can do that whereby you can do like a fake MBI thing. You don't have to pay for it. It's called 16 something. I forgot what it's called. Um, I've, I've got a long COVID fog brain. So excuse me. Um, my memory is just split. Um, communication style out suggest doing either discos or social styles there are free ones out there to really understand like why why am i so trapped in the detail why am i so like why am i missing the detail um why when i give direct feedback to somebody that isn't um that doesn't like directness why do they take it the wrong way right so that's very important because if you want to truly understand yourself you can understand others um, another tool that I'll recommend is uh, watch a lot of tech talks. I, that's how I learn. That's how every day I learn. Um, there are a few books that I can recommend, um, but um, start there. And most important thing, you have all the tools around you. Ask people, how do you perceive me? Ask your friends, ask your lovers, baby mama, baby daddy, whomever. <laughs> Ask your, your peers, ask your coworkers, how do you perceive me? How am I showing up? How am I showing up in a stressful situation? Um, you know, what, what do I, what do you think are my, what are my strengths? What, what is one thing that I do very well that you really like, right? That's important because that also builds confidence and it's, it reminds you also, wow, this is my place in this world. This is why I'm here. Right. I think so. I think it's very fascinating, uh, and maybe this is just my generation, when you have a perception of yourself, but then when you ask other people to, to share what they see as your values, 
and what they see as your strong points, that what the feedback is that you get back is sometimes quite surprising because they may see things in you that you don't see in yourself or they're always going like, oh, this is too, too big or something. I've noticed that I've done that exercise based on some of the coaching communities in the last yeah. couple of months as well. And the feedback I get back sometimes is like, huh, this is very interesting. And they're all good things. You know, nobody has said like, you're an, you're an ass, so to speak, bleep. <laughs> um, um, but but there's, some of them are really surprising to me, something I've never really thought about. So I, I think that's a lovely exercise. So, um, so what are the top three takeaways um, you want to leave our viewers with today? Uh, as it comes to savvy self-promotion? Um, one, trust the journey, even if you don't understand it. Just trust it. Because also understanding where is your control? Is it internal or external? If people are focusing so much, as the second part. People are focusing so much on the external control. That means they're letting, they're letting mm. the outside world control what they need to do. But if you mm. focus interning, that's where the values come in. That is where I know what my outcome is. I know what I'm seeking. That's a different thing. And thirdly, um, trust your, your voice, your inner voice. Trust that guiding light. Trust that, um, that voice, that doubt, that what the doubt, like when you have that voice, like that, that gut feeling. Your gut feeling is your most important um, kind of like guide because your body's response is telling you like yes or a no. So those are the three things that um, I've also learned and discovered. That's fabulous. We're getting some great some great feedback from our viewers, which I'm sharing with you on the screen. Thank you, Maureen, okay. for sharing with us here as well. So um, what's, the, what's the one thing I should have asked you today but didn't? Um, how am I doing in, in, in um, um, cloudy Seattle uh, five months in? <laughs> Is it been five months already? Wow, time yes, goes fast. So, so how COVID. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's growing on me a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's an adjustment as you know, from New York. And I think the advice that you gave me when I left New York in August was, Hey, it's not New York. It's, it's different. So I need to also change my per perception and also my expectations. And, um, and one thing that I learned is to try not to have expectations. So, and it's hard, but it is what it is. Every city is different and every city has amazing things that make it a great city and challenging things that make it a difficult city. Exactly. I, have that, I have that same experience. So, uh, but I'm glad, I'm glad you're still there. So um, as a reminder, and before we, before we go into the 10 uh, questions, the rapid fire sure. questions, as yeah. a reminder, you are watching or listening to Ask a Coach with Ngomo. And my name is Al Wynant. And today I'm speaking with coach Karen Erasmus. So Karen, you ready for the 10 questions rapid fire style? Sure, let's go. Hopefully I won't over, overthink it. Go ahead. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, continuing practicing kindness. Being a kind, a kindness ambassador. What's the best advice you've ever received and why? Um, best advice write your own story 
write your own story. Don't let others write your story for you. Because if you're going to let others control your outcome and you live your life for others, then you're not living your life for yourself. So write your own story. Don't let others write your story for you. And this is specifically in the corporate world. You don't owe anyone anything. True. Who's your biggest inspiration and why? Biggest inspiration was my granny and my mom that passed away, uh, matriarchs of the family and, um, you know, just taught me resilience, taught me um, confidence and taught me um, too much independence. That's the problem. So, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. What's the one piece of advice you could share with our audience to uplift them? Be daring and stand in your own truth and authentically. People respect authenticity more than anything else. True. Share with us the show you're binge watching right now on your favorite streaming platform. <laughs> Too many shows. Um, I'm obsessed. I just finished an interview with a vampire. Um, it's, I think, what's it on? I forgot. Yeah, interview with a vampire, um, the, the TV show. I think it was so well done. Um, I, I like gore. Yes, I know I'm crazy, but I like gore uh, and I like vampires and dragons. So, yeah. So if you weren't a coach, what would be your ideal occupation? Um, I, I wanted to be a pediatrician when I was in when I was younger. I would have wanted to be a doctor. But at the time when I was growing up, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to say what era, but um, decade, decade. <laughs> Um, they didn't have the tools to, for people like me with neurodivergency because in high school right. I didn't excel until I went to university because there were tools there to, to help me. And I excelled so tremendously that I got academic achievements every year. So for me, what, yeah, I would have wanted to be a doctor, a pediatrician specifically. Nice. If you could invite three people to dinner, living or dead, who would they be? Nelson Mandela to teach me about forgiveness. Um, Mel Robbins, of course, to just keep me pumped up and just, you know, positive uh, and also real. And, um, you know, I, I would say my granny because I, I, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Oh, sweet. Yeah. What's the one thing you do every day that adds to your success? Um, gosh, so many, I would say doing my, um, my, my journal writing and with affirmations in the morning, like my own, my own, my gratitude journaling. I think that's so important. I have a ritual. I do that. Um, and just being thankful because for a long time, I didn't understand what gratitude was because I always thought like, you know, I'm, I'm a self-made person. Um, I'm here because I got here on my own. But at the same time, I realized, yeah, but there are also other extenuating factors around that. So gratitude journaling is important, and I do it every morning. Nice. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I don't like food much, and I just realized my favorite meal is corn, and it's, it's so bad for you. Um, so I think I'm going to have to shift it to, um, I don't know, I would say fruit. I love fruit. If I can have fruit sans pineapple, I can eat that every single day for the rest of my life. 
that's good to know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> um, so, please finish the statement. Leadership is selfless and daring. Sit. Thanks, Karen. I've enjoyed our conversation today. So tell us where people can get a hold of you should they want to reach out. Sure, yeah. My website is three dots coach, three number th numeral three dots coaching.com. You can also email me at Karen at three dots coaching.com and um, hit me up on LinkedIn. Uh, it's my, you know, LinkedIn uh, with linkedin.com forward slash I and forward slash K Rasmus. And yeah, I love just ha meet, loving to meet people and having conversations. Um, I don't do sales pitches. I'm truly, genuinely interested in human behavior. So, And I can attest to that if you schedule a call with Karen, you'll have a really good conversation. <laughs> so, and I think we just somehow lost Karen here. Um, but I want to say that um, I want to thank Karen for being here today. And I also want to invite you to uh, invite you on Thursday. We're having our Be More Days virtual conference starting at 8 a.m. Pacific time. We'll be having conversations around how to accomplish your goals in the new year. Um, we'll have conversations around, you know, life, soul, wellness, and work. <clears throat> uh, there's going to be a job coach fair as well, a networking session. And it's free. The registration is free at bemoredays.com. Um, we'll see you again next week, Monday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time with guest Arlene Cohen-Miller. And we're going to have a great conversation about how to boost your self-esteem through mindfulness. Again, uh, thank you for being here. Make it a great day. And again, join us for Be More Days on Thursday. And you can sign up at bemoredays.com. Thank you, everyone, for being here. And make it a fantastic day.